All right, welcome to the Miracle Ear Advocates podcast. My name is Kyle Bierenbaum, and our special guest today is Karen McFerrin, and she's from Cardinal Ritter Senior Services. Uh, this is a really exciting episode, guys. Uh, there's a lot of great volunteer opportunities within Cardinal Ritter, and this one uh, specifically that Karen oversees is a phenomenal opportunity to give back to the community. So before we jump into that conversation, just wanted to remind everybody our mission here is to be a hub in the community provide resources, advice, information uh, to help our active agers and seniors and their families navigate topics relating to health and wealth, wellness, uh, relationships, and like we're going to talk about today, volunteering. Hopefully, uh, you'll leave engaged, entertained, and encouraged. So without further ado, we're going to jump in the conversation here with Karen McFerrin from Cardinal Ritter. Today, I'm here with Karen McFerrin from Cardinal Ritter Senior Services. And so, Karen, welcome. Appreciate you coming to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. And so, tell me a little bit about yourself. You know, what 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 did you do? You know, did you grow up around here? And then kind of your story up into how you ended up with Cardinal Ritter. Yeah, um, from St. Louis, born and raised, you know, go Cards. Go Cards. Um, <laughs> I actually went to undergrad in Chicago. Okay. And um, I was lived there for a little bit, actually worked for the uh, Judge Mathis show. Um, oh, cool. and, yeah, Clear Channel. So worked in radio for a little bit and okay. then came back on home to St. Louis. And um, kind why of, does St. Louis have that effect for people, you know, where you, come, you leave and then you just come back? It does. It absolutely does. Um, so came back home, um, started working in the education field, and I was in the education field forever, had that, um, I, I'll say quarter life crisis, um, <laughs> and decided, I want a new job. I'm going to I'm gonna go into the rental business. So I did rental, uh, car rental, um, to be exact, and I hated it. So... <laughs> <laughs> like I, I well, it was it. quite the shift from where you were prior to that. Absolutely. I would rather deal with um, kids, you know, moving in dorms and things like that and fighting yeah. over who ate my peanut butter opposed to, well, I need a free day on this rental car because I thought it was going to have a sunroof and it doesn't have a sunroof. So, <laughs> That's just people I, being petty. Yeah. Get free stuff. <laughs> so, um, I just actually stumbled upon um, the Cardinal Ritter position and I met with the person who oversaw the position and we just gelled and I went into nonprofit. So it's quite the journey, right? You know, yeah. trying to get to where you want to go and you can only look back at it, you know, when you're there to even see how the dots connected. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? So tell me a little bit about Cardinal Ritter, Cardinal Ritter then. So you you gelled with the, your, I guess, your immediate mm -hmm. supervisor, right? And so yeah. but what about Cardinal Ritter was it that uh, really spoke to you? So ironically, being a Cardinal Ritter um, a person, being I'm sorry, being a St. Louis person, yeah. I actually attended um, Cardinal Ritter College Prep High School. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So, um, which is a... Catholic high school, part of the archdiocese. So grew up Catholic, families Catholic. We call it cradle Catholic. You know, you were Catholic from day one. So, <laughs> um, so uh, went to 
Catholic high school. And um, I knew that the mission, if you will, was about giving back, you know, and really promoting community service. And um, I actually won an award in high school on behalf of Cardinal Ritter in um, the Archdiocese. It's called the Archbishop May Award. And okay. it's awarded to seniors in private Catholic schools who do so much community service um, upon graduation. And like it was, there were like commas in the hours of community service <laughs> that <laughs> I just, amazing. I just, I guess I just really wanted to help people. Um, and there, you know, it's a, and Cardinal's mission is just to help folks. Mm -hmm. So that translates into Cardinal Ritter Senior Services mission, which is helping people, community, all of those good things. You're just so, born for this then, huh? Yeah. So, so Cardinal Ritter um, Senior Services is a part of the Archdiocese and is part of Catholic Charities, rather. And Catholic Charities, you know, we have several umbrellas under Catholic Charities. So um, it's, it's pretty awesome. And there's so many just places and programs to help so many people, but specifically Cardinal Ritter Senior Services, like as in the name, focuses on the seniors. So with that said, we have assistant living, you know, like we had had adults daycare, um, just different things that can get the seniors up and moving, social services. And then that falls into my program, which is the foster grandparent program. Now this one, I think this is an amazing program when I was reading a little bit about it. And so this is about helping children and then mm -hmm. also uh, special needs. Is it just special needs kids? Is it, is it all kids? It's all kids. Okay. So we call it um, the, the hidden gym. Yeah. So it's a program that is designed for seniors. Now it's 55 and up who have a fixed income. So they have to make a certain income to go into schools and mentor the children. And um, spe like specifically, the kids are a little bit younger. So around like preschool age. So okay. the the um, grandparents, because we actually call them grandparents, because the kids do, they uh, read to them, you know, um, they teach them how to spell their name or let's go over shapes and colors and all of those types of things. So is all the volunteer work through a school or is there other, like what other activities do they do? Where else do they go? So it's through, um, everyone has a site. Every grandparent who is in the program has a site that they're assigned to. And that site could be ABC Preschool. And let's say ABC Preschool has five classrooms, then five grandparents will be assigned to ABC Preschool and each um, grandparent will go into the classroom. This is so cool. And so then they spend time just helping teach them. Yeah. And I, I read, you know, they're, they're, they're there to also provide some sort of comfort and, and, and love really that helps set a child on, you know, mm -hmm. a positive path. Right. And Absolutely. so do they get to foster more of a relationship than just in the school? Absolutely. Um, they, it, 
it's so interesting because at the end of the year, of course, the children progress. That's that's the point, you know, of school. And they move on to a higher grade. And that grandparent has developed a bond with the teacher. So generally, they stay in the class that the child was already in previously. And um, they miss them. You know, at the end of the year, it's like, no, I don't want to be away from my grandma. I want to be with them. So they create a bond with them, you know, and um, the foster grandparents are actually grandparents. A lot of them, you know, are grandparents and have grandkids of their own. So they love it. And it's almost like they get an additional grandchild, if you will, by being part of the program. That's amazing. And so, uh, some of the requirements then how do you get to how do you get to be a foster grandparent yeah so um it is a national program so it's nationwide it's not just st louis um they have the program in big cities they have the program in smaller um cities as well in like rural uh communities sure uh, particularly um for missouri we are in St. Louis and Kansas City. So, of course, our two biggest cities. So, um, so St. Louis and my program in Kansas City were very close. And we actually have the same amount of grandparents in the program, which is about 70. Wow. So, yeah. So it's a a lot. That's a lot of people to to be able to to help coordinate and manage. It is. It is. Um, And with Missouri period, there are like about three other programs just in rural Missouri. So in one in St. Charles and then um, down in Cape and somewhere else. But, you know, we all connect the Missouri folks so we can say, okay, well, what are you doing with your program? What are you guys doing? What worked best? What didn't work best? Um, so like I said, program for everyone. That's but- awesome. Yeah, that's right in the right in the area where you know where we serve. So our audience yeah. is right in line with all of those areas. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the requirements um, there we all have the same requirements. So you have to be fifty five and up. You have to make less than twenty five thousand um, dollars. Be able to pass a federal and state background check and um, a physical. That's about that's about it. Awesome. Well, that's very neat. I can imagine, you know, you're, these kids are impacted, you know, pretty dramatically by having a role model like that come Mm -hmm. into the classroom and help, you know, help to build their, on their education and then share some stories that maybe they're not getting uh, from from a different place. Mm -hmm. But I can imagine that the impact that these grandparents receive is even, you know, tenfold beyond what you can give. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, and, you know, I mean, there are personal situations where, let's say, folks, they live in a different state from their grandchildren and they're unable yeah. to see them as frequently as they want. So that kind of um, brightens their heart that they yeah. get to interact with the kids all day or, you know, I mean, where somebody's just not seeing their um, grandchildren or uh, vice versa. That's it's just something that they, they, they love, they love. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so important too, to, to stay active and find a way that you can, you can participate in, 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 in really what, whatever activity it is, but this is very, you know, this is perfect for, for mm-hmm. somebody that, you know, wants to give back and really make an impact on the community that we live in. 
complete impact. And I, um, what I found out about the program when I first came aboard two years ago is the program has been around since 1965. Yeah, I, I was going to mention that. I can only imagine, again, back to the impact, how many kids that's been able to help along the way. Oh, and I have had, I think what makes my heart smile the most is when promoting the program and attending events and all of those things and being in the community. And someone says to me, I've had this happen three times now. I remember when I had a foster grandparent in my classroom. Oh, how cool is that? That's awesome. You know, like how super cool is awesome. That? Yeah, just to be able to give back to the, the place that helped you as a kid. Yeah. That's neat. That's got to be a, a, like, talk about the warm and fuzzies, you know? Right. What kind of stories, what kind of impact has this program made on you? Oh, man. Um, personally, it's awesome because I get to interact. I, I get to interact with older folks. You know, I love being around seniors because I feel as if they're so wise and they tell me, you know, things and they talk to me like I'm their daughter, you know, or I'm their grandchild. And what amazes me is seeing grandparents. Like I said, you have to hit that 55 mark. I have someone in the program who's 95. Oh, wow. I like mine. I can't even, my grandma is not even 95, you know? Oh. So it's like, I can't even imagine what that's like. And just talking to, and, and actually I have three people in their nineties, just talking to them and they're still with it and they're still together and they're still, um, you know, just, just there and just the history that they know it's, that's, the thing that's pretty mm -hmm. awesome. Well, nothing teaches like experience, you mm -hmm. know, and a person that who's 95 has a lot, a lot of wisdom that's built up. Yeah. And then they, they um, always want to know more things from me, like these darn smartphones, you know, <laughs> that are a new thing to them or, uh, oh my goodness, virtual. Like how would we work in a virtual classroom? Or mm -hmm. I love when we would have meetings and let's say they wouldn't know how to silence their smartphone and someone was yelling when the ringer was going off, help, help. Cool. <laughs> Just okay. All right. <laughs> well, so speaking of virtual, this last year and a half, has probably been pretty challenging for this program. Mm -hmm. So how were, how did you guys navigate that? Yeah. So um, for a certain period of time, of course, when they were stay at home orders, we abided by those. A lot of folks in the programs abided by those. Well, a lot of and these grandparents are the higher risk demographic, absolutely. you know, as far as the COVID is concerned. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, and I actually lost three grandparents to COVID who were a part of the program. So um, it was real, you know, yeah, and letting folks know that. that, thank you, that um, it, it hits home, you know, it hits home. Like this is affecting us directly. This is affecting our program. Mm -hmm. um, and just being aware of that and trying to ensure that if, if, and when we did go back out and volunteer, all PPE is accounted for and certain policies and procedures are in place in order to help them as well as the community, you know, because yeah. you want everyone to be safe. Um, but goodness, we came up with so many ideas. It was, you know, it's like hit or miss. So um, you got to try. Exactly. The government, you know, they just said, hey, 
we got this money with this program. We know it's crazy. It's a pandemic, but do what you can. And mm-hmm. it, it was a nightmare, but it was, it was so fun just trying to navigate and come up with different programs. So like one thing is they worked with the St. Louis food bank, you know, and giving back and uh, donating food to folks in need as mm-hmm. well as, um, I, no, not Operation Food Church. I'm sorry. Um, they worked with the food bank has a new program where it's called food on the move. Okay. And they have this big, like 18 wheeler and it is filled with food. It looks like a mini grocery store, TVs on the sides and everything. The whole experience. Yes. And you can go in and shop and it's created for um, folks who are in the food deserts. So it was awesome that like we got to be a part of that and to help folks and just, you know, I mean, just, it, it I love just the creativity because you're still allowing for the volunteer work to be able to get out there and, and help, mm-hmm. you know, and that's ultimately what all this is about. And what was such a, you know, there's a lot of things that were tragic with, with going through COVID, but right. programs like these are particularly, you know, it, it they're particularly uh, impactful. And when you can't make that impact like you want to be able to do it it hurts Mm -hmm. it hurts the volunteers it hurts the kids it hurts the community you know and so to be able to brainstorm and try to find a way that you can still give uh and make an impact along the way until things kind of normalize a little bit and you can get back to the mission at hand you know it's um i mean that's a testament to you guys to be able to figure that out for being able to figure that out. Thank you. Thank you. It's yeah. challenging still. There's still challenges, you know, I mean, now um, with the strains of COVID, you have the whole Greek alphabet coming up, Delta, right. you know, Lambda Mu, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're trying, you know, we're, we're kicking, we're trying. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all you can do sometimes try, mm-hmm. you know, keep, keep, you know, what's the next right step forward. Right. <laughs> right. So what kind of time requirement is um, really there for for a volunteer? So the volunteers work about 20 hours a week or so. So that could be four days, you know, for a couple of hours in the schools. They're actually provided in certain schools because we work with like the Urban League and the YWCA. They provide breakfast and lunch to the children awesome. and anything that's left over like they we foster grandparents are allowed to eat with the students as well so you know it's like a double community thing yeah serving and they're serving us as well so it's cool and it it, it allows the grandparents actually to sit with the children in like a family style setting Okay. You know, to teach them manners while they're eating. Say please and thank you. This is a knife and a fork or here's your napkin. Mm-hmm. So that's that's awesome too. Yeah. I mean, just life skills, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I had a conversation with somebody once that was talking about, say, you know, 100 years ago when basically people kind of lived in a, little, in a little bit more closer-knit environment where you had 
multiple influences from an adult standpoint on kids, right? So you mm -hmm. not only had your, your parents, but then the grandparents were close by, but then the community as a whole, like, your, you know, the different neighbors and whatnot. And they're able to make th those, those relationships are able to make different impacts, you know, along the way you to learn different skills, different, different, um, you know, just way, ways of living. Right. And right. then, you know, as, as, um, our community, like our age, right. Where, you know, th there's not as many communities or, or people don't live in that in, in communities like that anymore, where you mm -hmm. get all those different influences, whether it's your, you know, from your, your grandparents or your neighbors or whatever. And it's, it, it, it is amazing the way that impacts an individual growing up, right? Those different influences that you can have, those different skills that you can pick up, the different social cues, um, all that matters. Absolutely. You know, all of it matters. So I don't know if that story made sense or not, but. No, it does. <laughs> Actually, well, and I, I mean, it makes me think of my own grandparents, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like just the things that I've learned from them and all the history that you've learned from them, you know? And of course it didn't, it didn't mean anything then when you're young, you know, it never means anything. But now when you're older, you're like, oh, okay, I understand what grandpa mm -hmm. meant when he said this, or mm -hmm. I truly know what arthritis is now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right? Yeah, some of those some of those experiences don't manifest themselves until much later. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. So what's next for the program? So um the program as of right now, it's trying to slowly get the, we have some folks back in the schools. So, okay. you know, it's a process, right. but um, it's of course to fully and safely get everyone back into the schools and continue just to thrive and be awesome and um, figure out different ways we now can incorporate virtual Mm -hmm. serving into the community since that's a thing now. Right. Just like we're having this conversation right now. Exactly. Yeah. So if somebody wants to get involved, what are, what's the best way? So they can go to our Cardinal Ritter Senior Services website okay. and they can click. We have a lot of pro, like community involvement tabs yeah. and they can click on the foster grandparent. We'll put, we'll put that link right here. Okay. So they can click the <laughs> definitely things. They can click on um, the foster grandparent tab and fill out a form with all of their information. It, it immediately goes to me. Okay. And I can contact them and definitely tell them more about the program if they have questions or if they're interested and all of those good things. Fantastic. Well, that's, that is amazing. I love love this program um and read on your site it says when you volunteer you're not just helping others but you also get to help yourself and that's mm -hmm. kind of that that's so true when you're able to give you know you really you, you're making such an impact but you don't realize the impact that you're getting back yes yeah so that is that is amazing um so check out this website right here if you'd like to get involved and um thank you so much for for joining us today karen Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. You can find our podcast at freemiracletest.com. You can also find them at youtube.com slash miracleearmidwest or most places that you consume your podcast. Love it if you guys would like and subscribe. Leave a comment down, down below in the comment section. That really helps us grow our channel. 
uh, go ahead and visit our Facebook pages at Greater St. Louis, Greater Kansas City, Greater Ozarks, and then Missouri. We'd be grateful for you guys to like and share these episodes so that we can reach and help as many people as we can. Thanks.